Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HTS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is episode 106 for the week of December 24th, 2019. That's right. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to all the listeners out there of HTS Pro Talk. My name is Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire, and this week I'm joined by the man in the dazzling Hippocampus sweatshirt, Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you today? Doing fine, man. How are you? You know, I'm swell. We saw Star Wars yesterday. Yes. Obviously, we're not talking about spoilers. We're not doing any of that. I'll just say I really enjoyed it. I was very, very happy. Yes. That's that's what I got. <laughs> Um, I guess more Star Wars information. It was my second time seeing it yesterday. I enjoyed it more the second time than the first time. It's because I think the first time I went in with some expectations of what I wanted. And um, I think I was just reading too much into it as the movie went on. The second time I went to relax and just enjoy the movie as it was. And I, I really liked it. So I think a couple of your, because you, there's, you, you talked about that YouTube channel that you watch. And then a couple of like the theory crafting points, a couple of them came true. So I mean, that, that is what it is. And then, I mean, we can't talk about it yet because it hasn't happened, but Vikings play tomorrow against Packers, big divisional game. Uh, it will have been played by the time this episode airs. So yes. We'll see what happens. So either we're going to be very happy or very disappointed next week. So when Tuesday rolls around, we'll know for sure. We'll have to wait and see. Yes. Um, Will, do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode? What do you got? So we got the next HCS event has been announced. Uh, kind of. Not really what you're expecting, but, you know. Uh, the keyboard and mouse versus controller debate rages on. Will's going to have a lot to say about that coming up. We have tournament announcements and recaps. We have the HTS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket, or HPTCSB, for short match at number seven results. That's Snipe Down going up against Penguin. And then the HTS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket, or HPTCSB, for short match at number eight discussion. That's Mickwin going up against Lethal. We're going to talk about that later on in the show. And then, Will, I have a new one for you. Because then we have the HTS Pro Talk Canada Candy Taste Test and Review featuring gift opening or HPTCCTTRGO for short. Cool. Okay, man. You, you got to give up on the shortening <laughs> down with the letters that don't really shorten it down. I've had enough. All right. It's okay. I'm going to keep doing it till oh. the end of time. Um, And you know what? There's a there's another really fun soundbite that I haven't had a lot that I haven't. It's been a long time since I've been able to do, and I'm going to do a twist on it. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? It's what I personally do. Maybe. We'll see. Oh, man, it's going to be fun. Just wait. And then uh, we have a boatload of Halo news and some other video games are played as well. But without further ado, let's get into the start of the show and what is COD Another Games Watch. One Piece. Not the anime. One Piece of Information. You know the worst part? I've never actually watched One Piece. I just know that it's the name of an anime. Have you ever watched One Piece before? No. Nope. The pirate one? Nah. I think he has like like stretchy arms or something. His name's like Luffy or something. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm butchering everything right now, and probably every One Piece fan that listens to the show is like, I'm gonna kill that man. Like I understand. I don't blame you. So Hastro knows what's up. This is by Hastro over on Twitter. He states, "I'm pretty sure the Dallas Empire COD roster could win some Halo tournaments." I signed some insane gamers. Sheesh. So, I mean, Shotzi, Hook, Crim6. I'm pretty sure that, um, oh my God, United Pro, previously United. Oh my God. Ah! 
I'm forgetting his name. Either way, no, I mean, that, that team's unbelievable. The team's going to be unbelievable in COD, and yeah, you have two absolute former Halo pros on there. Duh. So this last week, there was a gunfight tournament, which is their 2v2 mode. Yes, um, in Modern Warfare. It was a Code Red tourney, so Doc was involved. Mm. And Was Mountain Dew also involved? Probably. I. Is that Why is it called Code Red? I don't know. It's like just... Okay. I don't know. Man. Yeah. Anyway. Sure. I'm sorry. Um, from what I saw, Doc was um, with um, Formal. And they made it all the way to winner's finals. And they lost to a Dallas Empire pair. So Dallas Empire went into the grand finals. Okay. Waiting. Loser's bracket. Yes. Doc and Formal made their run to loser's bracket. Came up against Shotzi and Crim Six. Grand finals of that. I didn't see the. I didn't see the. Um, the grand finals. I had to leave, but was all Dallas Empire members of a two v two tournament in COD. That's so, really funny. So to say, there's definitely a lot of talent on that team. On that team. Yes, and so. then uh, for for those who also don't know, Formal was a previous Halo pro as well. So, yep, Halo runs deep, ladies and gentlemen. Believe it or not, so it doesn't surprise me at all. Clayster. That's the name. Yes. That's it. I was trying to think of it this whole time. Yep, too, me it too. It just wasn't. It was at the very end there that I'm like, oh my God, that's who it was. Yeah, so it was Hook and Clayster and then um, Shotzi and Crim6 running together on that tournament. Oh, wait. But, but wasn't it Doc and Formal in the grand final waiting? No, Doc and Formal lost in winner's finals and then lost in oh, loser's finals. Oh, so you're right. There were all Dallas Empire members in the grand final. Holy yes. shit, that's crazy. Okay. Wow. That's it for COD. Another game's a watch. <laughs> it's a little bit of a rough <laughs> Yeah, you know, okay. it is what it is. I said there was one piece of information, not the anime, but an actual piece of information. It's time for some competitive news. Thanks, Will. Here you go, Will. The Halo throwback throwdown. Oh, that was the one. There it is. You got it. It's been announced by Tashi and HCS on Twitter. And I quote Halo throwback throwdown. I'm not going to, I'm not going to butcher this one. Okay. I'll just do it only a couple times. Um, let's break it down. We want to keep the hype going from Reach's launch. So this is us experimenting with a tournament format and approach like we never have before. So what is it? A series of invite only online and stream tournaments five to start. We invited four Halo pros and four streamers and randomly paired them up with each other. Now it's up to them to find their teammates. One needs to be another streamer. The other needs to be another pro or former or former pro. All must stream Twitch, Mixer, YouTube. It's all good. We're running. We're also requiring that each team be made up of two players on controller and two players on mouse and keyboard. They'll be playing hardcore settings this Friday, starting with a four team round robin group stage leading into the finals match and a third place match. Mark your calendars and keep your Fridays open. So one we're going to talk about because it already happened. It was on the 20th. Then you have January 3rd, January 10th, January 17th, and January 24th. $10,000 tournament prize pool per tournament is up for grabs. As always, we, uh, we are taking this opportunity to learn and grow. So feedback is welcome and thank you. So there you go. Not really the HCS event everybody was looking for, but hey, something to keep you occupied for a little while. Yeah, I um, 
after that announcement was made, I, I saw a lot of backlash on Twitter yep. for people being like, what kind of announcement is this? We need open event. It's like they're doing something. It's take it, take it for what it is. I'm sure there's more stuff in the works. So, wow, Will, it's like you set up a perfect segue. So thank you very much for that. Because the next news story is Tashi is still ironing out the details. This is by Tashi on Twitter. And I quote, still working on locking in details for the first open event for Reach. No announcements today, but in the coming weeks, for sure. Will, you are 100% correct. They're still working on it. Give it some time. We talked about it. It would have been cool to have one announced right away. But you know what? It's not the world we live in. We're here. We wait. And uh, hopefully it's good. From a marketing standpoint, too, doing a streamer tourney first, it's also big. You get yes. a lot of viewers in on your game. Yes, especially when you're bringing in some big boy names. Big boy names for big boy games. Halo Reach is rated M for mature. Big boy game. Okay, next news. Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, Summit, so this, I'm not going to use the title I put in here, okay? So, there was a clip that went out of Summit Stream, all right? And so, basically, the clip from Summit Stream stated that he is done with Reach and that, quote, this game sucks huge wiener. I'm super fucking over it, end quote. He then proceeds to uninstall MCC from Steam. So, Saiyan replied to this thread from this clip, and he stated... I don't understand any entitlement that any player thinks they can just hop into this game being a good keyboard and mouse player that they should be able to hang with pro players. It doesn't happen in any other game, and it isn't going to here. Adjust aim assist, but in the end, it won't matter. Will, you have some information and some thoughts. Please take it away. Well, so I just want to preface this with the background. Summit did install this after that tournament um, that he... He, he was invited to that first t tournament. Yes, he did compete. Um, which we'll talk about coming up here. But from what I've seen, there's still issues with keyboard and mouse players. Um, and it, what it comes down to is reticle refresh rate. Okay. So on a controller, it's a lot slower. On keyboard and mouse, obviously, it's instant. So you, um, there's a video. I, I um, copied a Twitter link into the show notes so you can go find that. There's a video that shows when you're moving around a map, how that can affect you. Basically what you get on your screen is a ghosting effect and stuttering. So this can happen to environment. This can happen to players when you're on keyboard and mouse can really make for an unfair um, competition. If you are playing on keyboard and mouse, cause you're shooting at a ghost that isn't there. Definitely sounds like it. Um, so let's go back to summit here. He's playing in a tournament where he, he's a highly competitive person, Yes, right? That's why he likes to compete. That's why most of us like to compete, just because you're a competitive person and you love the game. It's what you want to do. He was a former uh, Counter-Strike pro as well. Yeah. Um, so when you go through a tournament and you feel like you're at an unfair advantage the whole game, it, I can understand why it frustrates you. Now, is what, he's probably got 100 hours in the game. Is he going to know everything that he needs to know? Probably not. I mean, it seems like he knows callouts pretty well. He to knew callouts, yeah. Um, his routing could have been better, sure. but I think that needs to come down to his teammates telling him where to go and what to do. And if you're not practicing with your team the whole time, that chemistry might not be there 100% either. So right, um, and yeah, there was he was getting. I'll just say it, he was getting shit on by pros. Um, there's many times, you know, 
he was getting frustrated with uh, trying to battle snipe down when snipe down just he would get in that power position and just be able to hold it down. And yeah, what are you gonna do? Like you gotta you gotta work as a team to combat that. Um, I think his frustrations built from the tournament, but what I what I don't think it's not being the top at the game. I think it's the fact that the he feels these issues like aim assist and the stuttering and whatnot are contributing to him not becoming a better player. And say and even say said it, adjust the aim assist, but you do need to know how to play Halo in the end and where to be. So I think it's just a combination of everything. Um, doing a tournament with all these issues still prevalent in the game, it, they should they should be fixing them before they come out with these tournaments. That's my, that's where it needs to be. You can't release a game and go like, oh yeah, we're going to go into our competitive scene, but oh yeah, you're going to be at a huge disadvantage if you're a mouse and keyboard player. Oh, and by the way, you need two mouse and keyboard players on your team. Right, that, that was feels, kind of the sticking point too for me. That feels like, kind of shitty. Yeah, why? Honestly. It's weird. Um, and I get it. They're trying to push their game on mouse and keyboard. They're trying to involve everyone in this tournament. But if the game doesn't work on one side of it, it's just... That would frustrate the hell out of me, too. I, I've pretty much given up on Reach myself on PC. We're obviously going to play the campaign, but competitive Reach, it's just, it's not me. It's not for me. Sure. And it doesn't need to be for everyone. So no. if, um, the fact of the matter is, is you you guys release this, they, they release the game, they put it in streamers' hands, big, these big names, and when it doesn't work for them the way a PC game should work, why shouldn't they be frustrated? Why, why should they have to be like, oh, yeah, this game's awesome, I love it. If it's not working, what's the, you just, you, I, I, I don't know. I, they, they needed to work. And there was a lot of features there that we didn't expect to be there on release, but they still released a game that has huge PC issues. So. I agree. That's where I'm at. I agree hundred percent. It's what we've already talked about at length. And it's, it's, it sucks when these games release in the States that they're in. It shouldn't be allowed. It just shouldn't. And then you had you had that massive amount of hype on day one, right? And like, oh my god, the servers work. This is weird. Like, what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then a honeymoon phase ended. Yep, all those issues that were there on day one are still there. So, and and the the fact is too is Halo needs help to revive it. Mm-hmm. These big streamers are a part of reviving Halo, even if they're not. Oh, they're not dedicated hardcore Halo fans. Well, that's all we have left. We need, if we want to grow, we need to expand past that. Yes. So we need these games to work for these streamers so that they can promote Halo on their own in, in an organic way and not a paid sponsorship right. way. Right. Because right. Summit did, I, I'm pretty sure he got paid to play Reach when it came out. I think that was, he's been in talks with Halo or for 343 before they even announced the PC. Um, you know, MCC was coming to PC before they announced. Um, officially announced infinite would be on PC. Sure. I mean, we had our speculations beforehand, but, yeah. um, well, it was, it was all but confirmed without being confirmed because right. it was a play. It's going to be it's a player play anywhere any, title. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Yeah. So I think he's been talking to three, four, three for longer than we've known. And very well, could but have. like I said, it needs to be more organic, organic. The game needs to work. It needs to, and he wanted it to work. He wanted it. Oh yeah. He, he wanted to play it. And then it, it's what other people have said too. He loves the franchise. Like he he is a Halo fan. It's just very unfortunate the way Reach is playing right now. So, for him to say it, I mean, it sucks. Huge wiener, and he's super fucking over it. Like the game isn't. I can, 
I don't know. I go back and forth. I can see like it's not perfect, but he doesn't need to be that drastic about it. He's, he was just frustrated. He was just in frustrated. the moment, right? Right. I mean, how many times like I mean, he punched a fucking monitor? Yeah. So that's part of his kind of brand, right? Yeah, no, people like people, not just him. People get upset. Like if I if I get fucking super angry at a game, I might get really heated. But I just set the controller down. I'm like, I'm done. I'm, I walk away from this. I'm I'm done. There's right. no point. And um, to be earlier, Josh and I were talking about this. And, you know, if he is playing with pros, mm-hmm. he's queuing with pros. Yes. If he was going into solo and matching up with players with, you know, maybe closer to his level, he could he could just be stomping. Right. Uh, he might be on that amateur pro level, but he just hasn't had the time in like these other pros have. And then like we talked about too, the, the another problem is though, is that if he solo queues in hardcore – he's probably going to get shit on too because like there could be twos or threes running against him. He's not communicating with his teammates. Right. He's, he's running off on his own. Like he's not sticking together with anybody. There's so many times where I'll tune in and he's by himself. Like that's not going to work. You're not, I'm sorry. You're, you're good, but you're not good enough to be alone in that situation. Um, He did make a comment as well when uh, he was on, uninstalling that he's like, I'm not good enough to win a one V one. Why should I be competing? And that, that comes down to, um, well, he, he just said it. I'm not good enough to win a one V one. You need to learn. And he feels that the mouse and keyboard movement and shooting plays a factor into not being able to win a one V one. That's the thing. See, I'm torn because I agree. It's that him saying he's not good enough like half of me believes, well, that's because you're playing against these people that it, you're playing with and against these people who've played this game forever. Yeah. And then, but then at the same time, the other half of me is like, but you're, and you're also playing on a, on a, an input method that realistically just wasn't tailor made for this. It's not, it just doesn't work. Like you talked about it's, it's, I can definitely understand his frustration. So yeah, for I, sure. what it comes down to is it kind of like, I, I was going through comments of that of his video. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Halo doesn't need this. And, you know, like, he can just go off and do whatever. You know, he's he's not going to be a true Halo fan. But the fact is, is um, the community that's here now doesn't need... I, I could say, you know, I can see it. They Like, the people who are here and been through everything with Halo, like, I, I understand why they don't want him around it because he can be negative, but he's a big influencer. Right. And that's the other side of it is... You can you can say oh you know summits off his rock or whatever he's crazy but he I mean he does have some valid points when it comes to mouse and keyboard input and then I I think part of it is he does play with pros and he needs to learn a little bit more because he wants to compete at that high level he should be learning rather than just jumping in and expecting to compete at that level right and then also to put it plainly he wants he doesn't want the game to fail like he wants the game to succeed he wants it to play well because then he can keep playing it yeah and that. You know, kind of like I was talking about with uh, Misi and Star Wars earlier. If you go in with that expectation that it's going to be at this level and then it just doesn't meet it, you feel disappointed. You feel let down. Yeah. Be part of it, too. Why Why is a Halo game, you know, a AAA title not doing well, not performing well? It doesn't yep. make sense. I agree. So, anyway, I, I feel like I've talked too long on the topic. but not, No, not at all. I think you made a lot of valid points. And Summit is definitely valid in his frustrations. Like, there's no no doubt about it. So, um, well, that's it for the competitive news. 
Upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo esports needs as well. Saturday, December 28th, the Spruce's Halo 3 BTB Tourney and Southeastern Esports Halo Reach 2v2 are going to be taking place. That's it. Will, what do we got next? Rustermania! All right, so uh, hinted at it before. Um, we had the HCS Throwback Throwdown number one rosters. I was close to doing it, but I, I held myself Thank back. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so that tournament we just talked about, Summit competing in, um, let's run through them. So the first roster we have is Tox plus Summit plus Strafe. So that was APG, Snakebite, uh, Strafe, Fresh. Or is it, it's Strafe, Fresh Shot. It's like... It's strafe shot. Strafe shot. Oh. Oh, but see, I'm... Well, strafe shot. And then Summit. <laughs> Next up, we had uh, Slick Daddies, which was Hysteria, Lethal, Legion, and Slick. We then had Royal 2 plus Gigs plus Eco plus Game... Yep. Game Sager? Yes. Got it. And uh, that compiled... Royal two gigs, eco and game stager. And then we had mixed solutions, Choco Taco, Frosty, Sonic, and Snipe Down. I'm surprised uh to see Choco Taco in there. He's primarily a PUBG streamer. So uh was it that no. Never Josh is thinking. There was somebody never mind. Okay. I'm gonna be wrong, so I'm just not gonna say it. All right. Yeah. Um so that really does it for WrestleMania. That's all we had because that was the only competition for Halo. Yes. Um, so let's run into the tournament and league recaps, which is the HES Throwback Throwdown Series results number one. Throwdown! Th thanks, Josh. It's the last one I'm doing. All right. Um, so in fourth place was that Mixed Solutions squad. They took home 500 bucks. Third place went to Slick Daddies, taking home 1500 bucks. Second went to Talk Summit, and uh, Strafe. $3,000, and first went to Royal 2 Gigs, Eco, and Game Sager, $5,000. So, even through all of Summit's frustrations, they took second. Took second. Yeah. Now, they did have APG and Snakebite, though. Right. And I believe those were the two controller players, right? I or was Royal 2? I think Snakebite Snake Bite was on PC as well. Snakebite was on keyboard and mouse? I, I, or yes. Ooh. So, interesting. that. I mean, you've seen his clips, right? He's, he's crazy. Oh, he's ripping faces off. So, again, you can perform at a high level. Hey, Summit, get good. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was a joke. That was a jab at him. That's all that was. But, yes. So, but even everybody said, like, oh, I switched to mouse and keyboard when I use sniper. I use controller for everything else. Yeah. Right? Because you can flick with, those with the sniper, headshots. Yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah. Yeah. Next up, we have the Arena Esports Halo Reach 4v4 results. Uh, due to lack of teams for the 4v4 tournament, it's been canceled. They'll be back soon, so look forward to a new announcement from Arena Esports Halo. Um, we then have the Apex Gaming League Halo Reach PC 2v2 results. Unfortunately, there will be no AGL Halo Reach PC 2v2 tournament due to the team count, again, unfortunately. So they state, continue to follow the Discord and Twitter for upcoming tournament announcements. Also, what does the community want to see? We're trying to give the community what they want with these online tournaments and something to play 
for that are run very efficiently. So they want it to be run efficiently. Yes. Would you have interest in a 4v4 tournament instead of 2v2, both Xbox-specific, etc.? Let us know so they can make it happen. There you go. Yeah, let them know. Let them know. Yeah. So it sounds like teams aren't signing up for Reach. What the hell, guys? You wanted it so damn badly. Now you got it. Sign up. Could it just be that it's 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 Reach? Reach is bad, guys. I've said it for so damn long, and now everybody finally figures it out. Hey, I'm... Except Will figured it out within the first week of playing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to... This game, Bloom is terrible. We did have, like, this surge of excitement for it. Yeah. And... I'll still play it. Like, I think Reach was always known for its customization options, Oh, right? yeah, and they're fantastic. And they are. And they still, like, the PC stuff, I do want to work for that. But yeah. I hate that I just have to play Reach to work for that, like... Not if you're on Xbox. Not on Xbox, but... <sighs> oh, I know. I want to play it higher than 60 FPS. So, yeah. 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 I can't wait for the other games to come out. Like Halo 1. You know, I, I've been... I've enjoyed it more. The game is not as bad as I always say it is. Halo 1 is not a bad video game. I don't think it's... I don't think it's the best in terms of competitiveness. Like, I don't think it's the best in terms of, like, if you're if you're putting H2 and H3 in there. Even H5, for that matter. But, like, no, from a gameplay standpoint, I like one a lot. I think the campaign's too fucking boring and slow, but that's what it is. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. It that is what it is. does it for the tournament and league recaps of the week. Hell yeah. Which brings us to what, Josh? Our topics of the week, Will. Nice God, you're just phenomenal with these transitions here. You know that? Um, all right, first one. The HTS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket or HPTCSP for short matchup number seven results. This is Snipedown versus Penguin. Drum roll, please. Let me just say this. I love that you added that soundbite. You know, one week we do it without it. And you're like, God damn, I'm going to find a drum roll soundbite. We're going to use the drum roll soundbite. All right. Uh, snipe down one, 91.4%. What did you expect? I mean, come on. 8.6% uh, going to Penguin. Nothing against Penguin. We talked about it last week. There's nothing against the man. He's a phenomenal player as well. Uh, they both teamed together for a while, as a matter of fact. It's just snipe down has more of those accolades under his belt. And I think that's, that's what it is. It's what it is. For moving forward, yes, I'm going to ask listeners if you're uh, participating in that Twitter poll, comment why you're voting for who who you're voting for. I'm I'm curious why people like 8.6 percent voted for Penguin over Snipedown. Why did what you? was the reasoning you chose? Because I mean, we we did talk that Snipedown's very. I mean, he's been around a lot longer. He's he like Josh said, he has more acc accolades, but you chose Penguin. I'm kind of curious what what they the like reasoning. Arctic animals. Maybe. Maybe you're just a fan of the penguins. Who doesn't like penguins? I mean, penguins are fantastic animals. They're they're great. Cre they're cute. You ever watch March of the Penguins? You should watch that movie. It's a good. Or movie. Happy Feet. Okay, we're I'm moving on. <laughs> it's it's time for the HCS World Talk Media All-Star Bracket or HPCCSB for short matchup number eight discussion. Mickwin Lethal. Oh, I'm just going to get this out of the way right now. A lot of the brackets that we received, 
my personal thoughts included, believe Lethal will win the whole thing. Okay? Just keep that in mind while I run through this. Okay? What do you got, man? But here's something that might actually surprise you. We're going to start with stats first. Okay? Like we usually do. But this one... Okay. Now, I'm going to preface this. This is only for Halo 5, obviously. It's from Halo Data Hive. And, technically, Lethal played more games because of more Grand Finals appearances, so on and so forth. Okay? But, for Halo 5, Mickwin had a KD of 1.12, which is 8th overall, and a 1.86 KDA, 6th overall. Okay? Okay? Lethal, on the other hand, had a .98 KD, which is 35th overall, and a 1.74 KDA, which is 18th overall. Okay? So Lethal appeared in more more games, but some pretty drastic stat changes. Okay? So let's go, I'm going to quickly go through Mickwin's stuff here. Well, we'll get to lethals because you're going to see what happens. If you're, I mean, you already know what happens because we've talked about it multiple times with like Royal 2 and Snakebite and all that fun stuff. So, HCS Season 1, Iron Games Columbus, 9th through 12th, on denial. Was on denial for quite some time, actually, all the way through, um, all the way through Halo 2 anniversary. UGC St. Louis 2015, they got first that denial roster. But it just, it didn't go well after that. Gamers for Giving 2015, they took 5th. And then HCS Season 1 Finals, they took 5th, 6th. Season 2 for HCS, Halo 2 Anniversary, obviously. Iron Games Atlanta, 2nd. So on denial. HCS Indianapolis, 3rd. And the Season 2 Finals, 3rd. All in denial. Okay? Just couldn't reach that top spot ever again. But, it's okay. Halo 5, 2016 season. X Games Aspen, they, he actually didn't compete. Um, MLG Columbus... 9th through 16th, I was on Envy, okay? And then Halo World Championship 2016, because of that Columbus placing, did not qualify for 2016 Worlds. But then things took a turn. The 2017 season, UGC St. Louis, 3rd on Envy. Las Vegas, 3rd uh, on Envy. And then the World Championship 2017, 2nd on Envy. You already know who got first. And then the 2018 season, MLG Orlando, fourth on Reciprocity. Columbus, third on Reciprocity. The World Championship 2018, fourth on Reciprocity. Team change to Renegades. MLG New Orleans, third. HCS London, fourth. And the final event of the 2018 season, third. Okay? And then in grassroots, he actually didn't compete because he's on the 343 Pro Team. So I just don't, I, I think he didn't compete because of that reason, but he was in never, he was never in any of the things. So there's that. Is there anything you want to quickly talk about with uh, McWin? From what I saw, and you can kind of, his KDA is pretty high. It's incredible. So from my feeling, and I don't even know if it's, I, mean, I need maybe, I need to do more gameplay um, analyst, but um, it seemed like he was the guy putting damage down. And then some other people would finish his kills. 
Like, that's just what it seemed like to me. He was like, a he great was, support player. Exactly. Great support player. Um, he would drive more of the setups. I feel like, yeah, his, his support. He would be there, but other people were the ones pulling flags. Other people were the ones doing kind of the work, but he was he might might have been more of the director. And clearly from those stats, we figured out that he did a pretty good, damn good job of staying alive, too. So, good for him. But, uh, okay. So, you should already know what's about to happen here, but this is lethal. Um, again, who I believe will win the entire thing. If we're talking about stats alone. Okay. But, obviously, popularity is, is a different story. But lethal's pretty goddamn popular. So, here we go. HCS Season 1, Iron Games Columbus, 5th place. All right. Case closed. We're done. We're moving on. Let's see. I'm just kidding. Uh, that was unbelievable. The hype, as a matter of fact. UGC St. Louis made a team change alongside Snipe Down on Evil Geniuses. They took third. Gamers Forgiving. Now, remember when we talked about Snipe Down and he didn't lose basically after that? Well, Lethal being on the same team, turns out he wouldn't lose either. That's kind of how things go. So, Gamers Forgiving first, HCS Season 1 Finals first, HCS Season 2 Iron Games Atlanta first, HCS Indianapolis first, HCS Season 2 first. Okay. Then we have the dramatic. Lethal makes a switch. He's leaving EG. See you later, Snipe Down. Eric Rona. Get the fuck out of my sight. I'm going to a different squad. And this squad is your counter. Counter logic gaming, that is. Okay, that was a terrible pun. But bear with me. You went there, guys. I did. I did. X Games Aspen took second because that EG roster took first in your face, lethal, in the ground. See you later. It's okay because lethal then decided that they win. And uh, MLG Columbus first. Halo World Championship 2016, first. UGC St. Louis 2017, first. Las Vegas, first. World Championship 2017, first. The 2018 season. MLG Orlando, second. Columbus, second. World Championship 2018, second. New Orleans, second. London, first. And the final event of Halo 5, first place. The fun doesn't stop there, folks. Grassroots season, Halo 3, UGC's the Halo Classic, first. HCS Invitational, second. Gamers Forgiving, first. DreamHack Dallas, first. Didn't compete at Red Bull. Did not compete at Face It. UGC's Halo Classic, Atlantic City, third. And then DreamHack Atlanta, first. What is there even else to say that hasn't already been said about Tony Campbell. Do you, like, we've talked about Royal 2, we talked about Snakebite, we talked about Snipe Down, how, how long they've been dominant for, right? Lethal's been right there too. He's, Do you think I'm gonna throw something at you here? Go ahead. Say the the snipe down 
lethal split doesn't happen. Oh, man, I thought about this for so long. Like, does that dynasty exist? Or does Snipe Down and Lethal go on their own? So, after Lethal left, Evil Geniuses, yes. they then played with Commonly. Yep. Because it was Lunch, Roy, Lethal, Snipe Down. Yes. They then played with Commonly after Lethal left, and then Suspector. Yes, and with Commonly, they won um, X Games. That was right. the first event that he was yep. at. So, after, I believe, we transitioned to Halo 4. We're in Halo 5 at that point. Yep. Going to UGC St. Louis. And that's where... Snipe down teams with Pistola, Hook, and oh, Lethal was on that team too. He must have came back for. Her. Am I getting my dates mixed up here? I don't know. Are you? It says UGC St. Louis 2016. Lethal, Pistola, Hook, and Snipe down. Anyway, let's move past that. Team Envy. Yeah. Pistola, Mickwin, Snipe down, and Hook. Yep. Say Mickwin is dropped and Lethal is still there. And then you, you have the powerhouse of Hook running with Lethal and Snipe Down and Pistola the Wizard himself. Like, could that have been this, the Tox CLG matchup before Splice, right? Could that have been the team that contest, contested them even more so than this Envy team did? Like, wouldn't have that been crazy? I will humor the hell out of that. I think that would be insane. Because you saw the dominant run that lethal and snipe down hand in H2A. Like you saw that and they, they've been competing for fucking ever. So if they would have stayed together, I mean, like we said, nothing against Mickwin. All right. Nothing no. against him, but man, because you have Pistola and so you have Pistola and snipe down two of the longest running teammates in halo period. Right. I mean, that's snipe down's longest running teammate he's ever had. You keep Lethal on that roster, and you bring in the Young Gun Hook, kind of like how CLG brought in the Young Gun Frosty. Oh, man, that'd be... Oh, whoo, that would be a... Dis, oh, that'd be a dangerous roster. Dangerous. And, yep. and then even so, after Hook left, that's when Snipedown and... Well, Snipedown transitioned to Reciprocity. Then you have Mickwin, Penguin, Spartan, but you leave Lethal in there. And then you still have McWin, Penguin, or Spark- whatever one he would replace. I think they still would have been decent. So who does CLG pick up and replace if Lethal never left? EG, who would CL or does CLG stick with Ogre Two? Does Ogre Two not stop competing because they're still dominant? Because he they would have still been dominant. And we would still have but Ogre Two. Would they have been? That's the question. Because I felt like he was kind of waning off. To be honest, he's always, he always will be in forever. He, he has been and always will be the goat, but man. Well, let's look at it this way. After lethal left, mm-hmm. he didn't pit. They didn't pick up Pistola right away. No, he went with lunch Roy and commonly yep. with his Pistola go to, I mean, he was another dominant force at the time. Would we have seen Pistola on CLG at the time? Got to like Halo theory crafting. Yeah, holy like, shit! It, it would have sent if Lethal didn't leave. It went. It would have sent a, sent a wave through the community and would that shook CLG up all these teams. Optic Tox dynasty have ever existed if that move didn't take place? If that one move, if Lethal didn't go to CLG, would this dynasty have existed? Or 
you know, would the would I mean CLG just basically always bought their top team, would have the Envy team become CLG based off their it's crazy to think. That's insane, man. So anyway. It's crazy the amount of pull one player can have on a team. Yes, and he's he's now one of you, the all-time greats. You do talk about KDA through Halo 5, uh, KD, KDA being kind of far down there. Yeah, his was. So what is that attributed to based off? Because he was such a dominant player through H2A. Was it because Frosty the Young Gun was in making all these crazy plays? And was it? Was he trying to be the support player, or was he always head head first in, get the information, and maybe he dies more often, and then his team surrounds around him? I was gonna say because the thing that I noticed the most, just thinking back, look like thinking about specific circumstances and and certain games. Um, it's it's been what it's been Royal Two hanging back with the sniper. Yep, like that's that's what you see. You see him like on Coliseum. You see him uh, hanging out on elbow, right, uh, with a sniper or hanging around bridge. Not really moving forward a lot. It's the other players that are trying to take, and you have Frosty making his weird ass jumps and whatnot. And then, yeah, I bet you have Snakebite and Lethal going in there. Well, if the um, Kali flag play, yep. right? Lethal goes to top rockets. Snakebite runs underneath and just avoids rockets. Yep. Lethal might die up top, but Snakebite gets that but flag. But nobody pull. sees. Yeah, you know, nobody sees going basement. Like, no yeah. one. Yep, so Snakebite gets that flagpole and grabs rockets on his way back. Yep. And it could have been that Lethal was just there for bait. It's, I mean... Could have been. You put a... If you take out... If you have two players that go snipe and two that go to that side and you take out those players and he pulls that flag, it's almost a guaranteed cap if, right. they, if he gets rockets on the way back and they have power position. What an insane moment that was, too. And they, they ran that more than once. Yep. They ran that a lot, actually, towards well, the end of H5. They always talked about how they had their one setup that they'd go with, and people just couldn't stop it. So it's like, well, yeah, why, we'll just keep going it. Yeah, why would you stop? Right. So, All right. Awesome. Uh, make sure you vote and poll. Poll will go out Wednesday. Christmas on, Day. On, oh boy. Yeah, poll will go up on Christmas Day. On the HCS Pro Talk Twitter. Yes. Where else would it go? I don't know, but we've always we've always said on Twitter. We've never specified where on Twitter. Oh, true. You no. Know? Yep, it's gonna go on. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't even know where I was gonna go with that. Never mind. So yeah, make sure you're following us on Twitter, and you'll see the poll pop up. Hell yeah! There you go. Are we ready for this next one? Yeah, this is exciting. I'm excited. I'm excited too. All right. So the next topic that we have is the HDS Pro Talk Canada Candy Taste Test and Review featuring gift opening or HPTCCTTRGO for short. I'm only going to do it once. Don't worry. And this is thanks to Justin, a.k.a. Goalie Sniper, uh, Canada native resident. He sent us a gift. He's, well, he sent us gifts. He sent us a, both of us, a, a wrapped present that we are going to open up live. Well, well live for us, like a recording for you guys. But yeah, on the recording, we're going to open it. And then we have Canada candy that one of them is a straight up ripoff of what we have in the United States. So, Will, what do we got? What, what, are, okay. our, what are our candies? So, yeah, we're going to start with the candy first. Okay. Um, let's start off. So let the, let the listeners know what the three things we have. Yes. Here. So we have Smarties. By Nestle, which, if you know what Smarties are in the U.S., yes, 
these are completely different. Yes. Um, they look almost, they look almost like our M&Ms. Yes. Um, I haven't read the box yet. Now for the record here, we are trying these for the first time right now. Yeah, we, we have not tried these before. We didn't open them up before. We are opening them up right now, trying them for the first time right now. What else do we got? Okay. Will? The second one is rockets, which literally look like what smarties are called in the U S yeah, they're smarties. These are straight up Smarties. I want to taste them though and see if they're. All right. If should they... we do this first? We'll do Rockies first. Sure. Let's do the Rockies. Well, what, what's the other thing we got? Oh, and then we have a Nestle Coffee Crisp. I've never seen this before nope, in my life. Me either. Or the Smarties. What? Well, they're Smarties, which are are look like M and M's. But yeah, I've never seen. Well, these they have M and M's too. So it's. it's so what the fuck are this? Okay, whatever. We're gonna start with these Rockies, like you said. All right. All right. Oh, these are fucking Smarties. Straight up Smarties. These are straight up Smarties. <laughs> Our Smarties. Why are they called Rockies? Rockets. Oh, why are they called Rockets? I don't know. Because it's just like pure sugar. You're just, woo, rocketing off on a sugar high. All right. They're Smarties. Still good. Oh, they're great. I love them. I'll eat the shit now, out of them. My All question right. is, yeah. I noticed on the side of the Smarties box, it says, do you save the red for last? You make them last. There's no artificial colors. They spelled colors wrong. <laughs> Probably not. Actually. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Also, I made a joke with Will before we started recording this episode. So there, there are tabs on here, right? On on this on this Smarties, they look like they look like M and M's, but they're not M and M's. The the Smarties box, uh, it says there are three tabs. One says make. The second one says M or like E M apostrophe E M. And last one says last. So make them last, right? So I made a joke with Will. I'm like. Uh, can, uh, Canadians know portion control better than we do, apparently, because <laughs> if I open a box of motherfucking candy, I'm going to eat the whole thing. So, what? I'm just going to fucking open up all three tabs. <laughs> all <right. laughs> of course. <laughs> all right. I already did, by the way. Uh, are, oh, yeah. We're just going in? Yeah. I'm trying to see if they have different flavors for each color. Oh, no, they don't. All the same. No. I bought three of them in my mouth. I like these. The okay, so it's chocolate covered by a hard shell candy. I feel like the candy's thicker than M and M's. It's more crisp. It's I feel like the chocolate tastes a lot better. Yeah, it's like more melty than yeah than M and M's. I like these. These are good. That's really good. I wouldn't call these Smarties. No, because rockets are Smarties. Yeah, but yeah, these are good though. All right, I like these. Huh, I'm gonna fuck. Huh? Josh is gonna I'm eat gonna, some more. <laughs> you ever watch? There's a, a YouTube series. Uh, Rhett and Link. Yeah. They do this kind of stuff. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of this. All right. right. This is the one I'm worried about the most because I like mochas. I'm not a fan of like pure coffee taste, but we have a coffee crisp. It makes a nice light snack. The Smarties and the coffee crisp also have French on the packaging. because That statement makes a nice light snack is a registered trademark. Of Nestle. Wow. Goddamn. 100% sustainably sourced cocoa or cacao. And then Nestle cocoa uh, or cacao plant. That's cool. All right. I'm opening that up. You can. All right. You you, you go ahead. I'm going to take a bite. All right. You you take your bite. I'm I'm going to see what else is in here. Initial thoughts will. It's crispy. (laughs) Would you say it makes a nice light snack, Will? 
Yeah. It's, does, um, it, does it feel light? It's a pretty thick bar, but it does feel light. It's a thick bar, but it feels light. Will 2019. <laughs> <laughs> I like the taste. It's not overpowering like I thought it would be. It's a thick bar. Tastes light. It's got a nice taste. Good flavor. Good flavor. Josh is now taking a bite. Oh! Revelations are happening in his mind right now. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So. Processing. Mm-hmm. Please. Uh, That's words. really good. Yeah. And I didn't want to talk my mouthful, but. Okay. You know what that straight up reminds me of? You know those wafer cookies? They're like in some shitty ass packaging, but like they have chocolate, strawberry, vanilla. Oh, yes. Yeah. The texture reminds me of that. And then it also kind of reminds me of uh, biting into a... uh, Nutter butter is the wrong word I'm looking for, but uh, you know the, the peanut butter and wafers? Yes. With the chocolate? Sure. Yeah. Whatever that was called, I forgot. I'm blanking out right now, and I feel stupid. But that's what it reminds me of. And that coffee flavor is not like you said; it's not strong. I like it a lot. That's really good. A lot of a lot of coffee stuff in the U.S. does seem a bit overpowered. I'm gonna take another bite of this. Okay, <laughs> you do that. I'm gonna uh, grab some more. I don't want to call them Smarties because they're not Smarties, but they're they're labeled Smarties. Shall we open our presents? Yes, we're supposed to do this at the same time. Are we? I don't know. Did you not read the directions? I read the note. He said do it on the show. All right. I'm going to... That's some nice wrapping paper. Some blue uh, snowflake, White and blue snowflakes. All right. I think you open yours first. Right. Just, I'm not going to lie to you. I've left, I left my note at home. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I already know what mine is. So It's wrapped... Oh, there's a note in yours. There's a note in mine. Oh, shit. Should I open mine? I fucking hate you. I can read the box. Got Justin. No. Yes. So, note on the front says, Will, you're the quarterback of this amazing podcast. I want more Will rants in 2020. Well, you kind of got one today. Here you go. Please, please, please text Josh the pun from from this every morning just to double his suffering. Oh, it is. So I got a box, a 2020 daily box calendar with pun intended. And don't worry, Justin, these will be sent every single day. I fucking, I hate you. I hate both of you now. You love it. I do. All right, here we, oh God. Okay. I have a note too. Okay. (laughs) So I knew this was coming. My coworkers didn't believe it when I said that a listener of the show, good friend Justin LaFleche, was going to be getting me another one. But here we go. Josh, you're a dad now. So you have to put up... Uh, so, oh, wait, no. So you have to up your dad joke game. Plus, I know you'll now start every day of 2020 shaking your head and saying, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Love goalie sniper, a.k.a. Justin LaFleche. It's a 2020 dad jokes calendar. 365 days of pun... God damn it. Of pun-believable jokes. Don't look ahead. You can't look ahead. That's cheating. It's okay. I've done the same thing. Okay. I don't blame you. So, like, the the first one isn't the first day. What is it? It's like, it says, it's got, like, 2020 year at a glance. And if you flip it up, it's got, like, a little pre-pun for you. All right. I should see if mine does, too, then. We you know, can really get the show kicking off. We're, we're afraid for this calendar. 
I already fucking hate this. And the one it's thing days are numbered. Oh, John. I wish you could see his face right now. Ladies and gentlemen, that's see ya fuckers. <laughs> Just got I'm not leaving. Um, wow. The worst part is like I played totally into that. Uh, okay, so the one thing I'm worried about is. I don't think this is the same company who did the other calendar that I had. So I'm worried of duplicates. Oh, sure. Right. But that's bound to happen. Yeah. I, mean, I, I did mean, this for, I did this for 360 fucking five days straight. So there's only so many dad jokes in the world. I know. I wish they all burn, but whatever. <laughs> all right. Let's see if there's one in here. Do you get a, uh, Oh, I don't. It, oh, it just it starts, starts off? on January 1st. Okay. Which means. So January 1st is on a Wednesday. So I'll save this. For next week's show, right? Yeah, next week's show, and I'll say it. Okay, I'll bring this or to next week's. We show. could just post every single day in the Discord. Okay, we can do that too. We can. We'll figure it out. Oh no! Actually, I'm glad because the first one you can't actually answer. Oh, quit we- looking ahead. I I can do it if I want. Uh, thanks, Justin. Fuck you. I'm going to have another piece of my coffee crisp. All right. That's going to do it for the topic. Justin, thank you so much. This is going to be fun. I can't wait to see Josh's reaction. He's probably going to cuss at me through text every day. Yep. That's basically how it goes. (laughs) Also, uh, rockets are not rockets or smarties. Get it right, Canada. I wonder what came first. That's a good question. Yeah. Who made these? Or was it just, they probably came out at the same time. They just need to have a different name for Canada. And they just, uh, maybe they're Smarties, the same thing. Maybe Smarties already exist in Canada as what Smarties were. Oh, so Smarties in Canada came first as their Smarties, while Smarties in the U.S. came first as their Smarties. We don't have anything called rockets here. Exactly. So they need to come up with a different name for Canada. Because or if just, you look at this, they're the literal same packaging. The only difference is the name on it. Like it's the same, like clear. Yeah, it's, it's everything. Yeah, it's the so, same thing. And it, it could just be a marketing thing as well. Um, God, I forget I what. Was it a Chevy Nova? Basically, Nova in some country meant no go. Mm. So when. Chevy imported or exported their Chevy Novas to there. No one bought them because it was a car that was literally called no go. Why would you buy it? So name change. Maybe that, maybe it's just a marketing thing. Anyway, that's all we have for the topic this week. Thanks. Well, I'm still eating my thing. You're going to, you can munch on that for a, a white crispy snack for the rest of the show. It's time for some regular news. First up with the Halo Wars 2 game update. This is by Postums, HaloWaypoint.com. Today we have rolled out a game update which includes a new balance patch and updating to Season 14. With this update, we have addressed a handful of housekeeping items needed to be done in order to keep things running smooth. Check out the article in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show for all the information on that update. Next news story. Will, we, uh, we, we talked about this a little bit last week, Okay. Now, there's a reason why I included this in the news and not in community creations. You're going to hear why. 
So Xbox Pope creates custom Halo Xbox Series X render. This is by Xbox Pope on Twitter. He says, this is a taste of what's to come in 2020 from the Xbox Pope. Will, are you able to click on that tweet and check out that render? Oh, yeah. Looks really good, right? Oh, yeah. It is a it is a Halo-themed, it's like a Master Chief-y looking render of an Xbox Series X console. I mean, yeah, it's straight up Master Chief. It's got UNSC branding on, uh, kind of tilted on the top left if you're laying it flat on the top right if it's standing. Sure. And then 117 on the bottom. Yes. So, yeah, straight up Master Chief. So, Phil Spencer, head of Xbox, replied to his tweet. And this is why it's in the news. I quote, One thing we really like about the design is the ability to do limited edition uh, limited edition editions, wraps, custom, etc. It wasn't a design criteria. That was all about the function of the console. But the result leaves a nice forward face for some creative opportunities. So, there you go. We talked about how cool it would be if Infinite came out with one on day one or just comes out with one in general. The The possibilities are infinite. I See? am worried about if they come out with, like... So... You talk. I'm going to eat the rest of my crisp. With this being a more high-powered console, mm-hmm. air quotes around console because it looks like a freaking PC, um, those cases are specifically di- designed to disperse heat and will a wrap with it being this high powered of a console kind of interfere with that well a fan the exhaust is coming out at the top sure so if, if you're wrapping the box though it would just make i mean the, the heat has to disperse through the metal a little bit sure a little so are you going to burn out your unless I, it's you, plastic it could be anyway just uh my thought but I am excited to see custom editions. Yes. Hopefully Infinite has one on day one. It'd be great. I finished my light crisp. It was delicious. Next okay. news story. Halo the Master Chief Collection patch notes. This is by Interception Subfragator. Over on support.haloapoint.com. This is the new Halo support site. I don't know why that person thinks that, but you know, whatever is what it is. What do you, are you trying to figure out what it is? Yeah. Like sub frag. It's like sub fragator. Sub fragator. Frag. I think it's frag gator. Like frag gator. Yeah. Like you're fragging out. Yeah. Frag gator. It's an alligator. That frags. In, in a submarine. We all live in the yellow sub. Okay. And I quote. Today, a small patch is available for MCC on Xbox One and PC, which addresses a few specific items that the team has been working on. This update has been in development since just prior to launch and is not intended to address many of the issues players have been reporting. Most of the current known issues are top areas of feedback from players are no long, uh, are longer-led work items that the team is continuing to investigate, and work will continue in the beginning of the new year. So, improvements to narration across front-end interface for Xbox. Addressed a mechanic for mouse and keyboard players, which improves precision of aiming when taking damage. We're going to go in depth on this one. As part of our ongoing work to assess player feedback across controller and mouse and keyboard inputs, the team discovered a legacy mechanic from the original game that was contributing to negative sentiment regarding the feel and responsiveness of playing on mouse and keyboard. We've adjusted this mechanic and are interested in what the community thinks of this change. The team will continue to monitor player feedback around controller and mouse and keyboard input. To my knowledge... That tournament that was played was on this patch. 
So clearly there's work that needs to be done. And actually we're going to talk about that later. So additional spell fixes were also done and playlist updates. Social 4v4 made various waiting adjustments. Players will spend a bit, a bit less time on anniversary maps and a bit more time on vanilla maps and classic forge map variants. That's not hardcore. That's social. And now social 8v8 returned wait, uh, retuned waiting to better balance DLC and vanilla maps. Very nice. I like this map waiting. I like this. And then for hardcore. Retuned waiting based on player feedback. Previously, each map and game type combination held equal weight, although it really didn't feel like that. Um, Zealot and Sanctuary CTF hold very high weight. Countdown and Pit CTF, Zealot and Sanctuary Slayer, and Nexus King of the Hill hold high weight. Countdown and Battle Canyon Slayer hold medium weight. Battle Canyon King of the Hill holds low weight, and Penance Slayer holds very low weight. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, fuck off, Penance. That was just a snippet... For all the information, please read through the entire article. There's a lot more in there. Then we have the MCC development update for December 2019. This is by Farns over on HaloAwayPoint.com. Uh, sorry, I'm like, I'm a hot mess over here. Okay. To kick things off, in celebration of the Halo Days celebra- uh, Halo Days season, we're happy to announce the return of the ugly sweater nameplate in MCC. To claim your very own commemorative nameplate, complete one of the following criteria between now and January 6, 2020. Matchmaking complete without quitting 10 matches on snowy multiplayer and or firefight maps, and then a campaign beat the par score in any two snowy campaign missions. We'll hand these out to eligible players following the January 6 cutoff at the latest. In addition, MCC players will also enjoy double XP for medals and double XP, wait no, and double the XP cap for medal categories from now until January 6th. XP earned for time played is unchanged, so be sure to uh, support your team and defeat your opponents in style for maximum XP gains. In other words, going AFK with, will not benefit you and will just hurt the experience for others and likely get you banned. Don't be an asshole, right? That wasn't in the article. That was me saying that. Clearly. Stop. Banhammer time. It's literally what the title is. Yeah. It's great. You like that? Nice. Uh, AFK and macros. This has been and will remain a bannable offense. For now, we have only issued temporary bans based on the egregiousness of the offense. We will continue to monitor this behavior and take enforcement action as needed. Coordinated XP boosting. This is also a bannable offense and falls under the category of unsociable and unsportsmanlike behavior. Many, if not all, of the reports we have received on these involved various forms of bullying, hate speech, intimidation, and betraying against players who joined a match and did not want to participate in the XP boosting activity. This is not behavior that we will allow or tolerate in any way, and we encourage players to continue to report instances of this happening so we can investigate. Also, remember to mute other players and on Xbox, you can block and report players who violate the Xbox online code of conduct. Have you seen some of the coordinated XP boosters, like the videos online? Are you talking about the firefight stuff? No, it's a lot of, um, honestly, it's happening a lot in Griffball. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Players yeah. will, like, just line up with their swords yep, and, and they'll take go back turns. and forth. Yep getting kills. Yep. And then, yeah, if someone is trying to break that, the team will turn on them and just keep betraying until they leave or whatever. And it's ridiculous. If it is. Why? why, I just don't understand the thought pro like, I get it. You want the reward, you want the item, but you want to take the quick way there and you're ruining the experience for other players. The best part is their asses are getting banned. Yep. You're getting banned. So, um, ban, it's not worth it in the long run. Right. No, it's just not. It's just Don't not. do it. Just stop it. It's for a fucking cosmetic item. That you can... you So, 
It's not like a battle pass where at the end it goes away. You can go back and get these items as long as you keep playing. And you're not paying for the battle pass either. Yeah, it's free. Yeah. You're not spending any money. All right. And then firefight suicides. Intentionally suiciding in firefight in an effort to exploit XP gains is another bannable offense and falls under the category of unsociable and unsportsmanlike conduct. Reports of this behavior will be investigated and punishments will be issued if found true. Why the fuck would you... Why? Just play the game! Good lord. Okay. Top reported community issues include audio issues, stuttering, menu performance, screen tearing and VSync, co-op latency, EAC error messages, key bindings, mouse input, view model, crouch while moving, idle stops matchmaking, aim assist and controller versus mouse and keyboard. There is more to those each individual pieces. I recommend looking at the article for more in-depth statements from the team on what they're doing to address those as of right now. Additional features. The team has also been working on many additional features for MCC. These include challenges, message of the day on PC, server ping test on PC, push to talk, adding an option for open mic and support for controllers, UI and UX improvements around navigation, roster, customization, and many more areas of the game, and stability improvements and bug fixing. Features we're actively working on include progression system improvements, text chat improvements, double keybinds, and then features currently in the active design iteration include additional mod support, zoom improvements, and additional video settings and options. The following features and community requests are on the list, but required more design and discussion and are not currently in active development. These include regional server selection, cross-play between Xbox and PC, Steam account linking, VFR improvements, idle system improvements, customization improvements, in-game FPS cap and adjustments, better ways to report players, and bringing PC features to console like FOV sliders. The road ahead. As we close the year out and start to look at what's ahead of us in 2020, I wanted to give you an update on progress we're making in the other games headed to MCC on PC. Right now, we have a good-sized army of developers working through different development streams to support our efforts across ongoing reach updates and quality of life improvements in addition to Halo CE Anniversary, Halo 2 Anniversary, Halo 3, and Fortune Theater support, Reach First. Halo ODST Campaign and Halo 4 are a little further out, but rest assured they are also coming to MCC on PC in 2020. Reach, Forge, and Theater support on PC. Good progress is being made here on implementing, implementing mouse and keyboard support and bringing these features to PC. Support for mouse and keyboard controls for all functions of Forge and Theater. Support for in-game HUDs of Forge and Theater to support mouse, mouse clicks, selection, and keyboard shortcut keys. And support for Forge and Theater settings and pause menu and front end. Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary. We are currently in a pre-alpha phase and have been making good progress against many of the same features you see in Halo Reach today. To list a few that are in progress and or being tested, these include mouse and keyboard support, FOV support, aspect ratio support, customization. We are already integrating a third a 3D model with live color adjustments for Halo CE Anniversary and are investigating what more can be done. HUD upres, VFR support, input latency reduction, and PC optimizations. If work continues on its current trajectory, we are looking good to start flights in January. You are signed up with the Halo Insider program, right? Halo 2 Anniversary. Halo 2 Anniversary is trailing behind Halo CE Anniversary, but not far. The team is making great progress on core features, including mouse and keyboard support, FOV support in progress, aspect ratio support in progress, VFR support in progress.
So there you go. January, potentially Halo 1 flights. And if all goes according to plan, the game is probably not that far off after that. I'm curious if we're going to have the same issues we haven't reached, though. That's the one thing I'm worried about. Because, like you said, it's they're still working on it. It wasn't there at launch. It wasn't perfect at launch. They're still working on it. Now, the only, the only kind of like leeway I'm willing to give them is that Halo One and Two had been on PC before, so they have that groundwork to. They have that, yeah, they have that groundwork laid. But again, there's a lot of differences that need to take place here with the FOV. Excuse me, the FOV sliders, the the upres. So on and so forth. So, who knows? Last news story, Will. Halo community update. Happy Halo days. Bye. Unishek. Oh, we haven't used that one in a while. Feels good. This is over on HaloWaypoint.com, and I quote, Seasons, greetings, and happy Halo days. Another action-packed year is in the books, and we're looking forward to 2020. Before diving headfirst into more work, though, we're going to spend a little time relaxing with our loved ones and, of course, playing some Halo. Especially now that Halo the Master Chief Collection and Halo 5 will feature double XP rewards for the rest of the year. Halo 5 Guardians. Throughout the rest of December and and late into January... Wait, no, and a little into January, my apologies. Halo 5 will be offering double XP across the entire game and another chance to earn the elusive Spartan Claws and Candy Cane Emblems. If you're pursuing that SR-152 or just want some sweet in-game gear, hop on and get some games in during the break. Here is your holiday calendar. December 19th. Oh, boy. Holiday Fiesta replaces Super Fiesta through the holidays. Castle Wars replaces Core Play through the holidays. Mythic Warzone Firefight goes live until January 6th. Warzone Turbo goes live until January 6th. And Global Double XP goes live until January 9th. Oh. Why don't they just leave Mythic Warzone Firefight and Warzone Turbo in? Like, nonstop. Well, Will, you see, the population doesn't support that many playlists, Will. But they're like, when those playlists come out, they're one of the most played, right? Will, you are going to hate what I'm about to say. If you keep them up all the time, people will stop playing. What I should have said was, you're going to hate what Unishek says. Because on January 9th, Head to Head replaces Mythic Arena and Ranked, and Super Fiesta replaces Holiday Fiesta. As mentioned in the community update back in October, we'll be looking to reduce the amount of playlists in 2020 to ensure a quality matchmaking experience across the entire game. This reduction will begin when we come back from the holiday break and get to examine current player trends. Over the past four years, we've continuously added playlists to the point where we now have 18 unique playlists, sometimes even more. This upcoming year will reel things in a bit to maintain good connections, search times, and match fairness. I get it. I get it, but I don't like it. I know. I understand. Uh, so they, they, I get, yeah, they, there's too many playlists, not enough people. Yes. If you keep them all going, Search you're not going to find gonna games. Be a massive. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a, a nightmare. Throughout 2020, we'll work uh, to ensure Halo 5 maintains its high-quality bar for online play, has diverse and engaging playlist offerings rotating in, and is ultimately set up to succeed on its own when Halo Infinite launches next holiday season. I bet Halo 5 dies. 
when Infinite releases. I wouldn't say... I'm going to say it's dead. Dies. I'm going to say it's dead. If Infinite works day one, I'll say that. If Infinite works day one, I bet that game fucking no, no, dies. No, no, no way. There are loyal... Sprint's going to be an Infinite, Will! There's still people that are loyal to H1, H2, H2A, H3. There's people still playing H4. There's Hell gonna be, yeah! Rep them! <laughs> there's going to be people playing H5, especially. Oh, I, don't. I don't doubt it. If Infinite goes back to classic movement, people are going to want that fast-paced Halo. Sure. And we talked about all the time how much we enjoy competitive Halo 5, so... No, it's not. It's obviously not going to be dead. Don't you dare call it dead. Sorry. It's your game. Um, <laughs> Halo TV series. Yes, the news is true. Production on Showtime's Halo TV series has begun, and from the bits I've seen so far, it looks incredibly promising. Members of the studio have been working closely with our partners, and we even have Kiki Wolfkill, head of Transmedia, and Kenneth Peters, senior franchise writer, on site in Budapest right now. Since she's on the set, Kiki snapped a simple yet meaningful behind-the-scenes photo for us just to prove that it's really happening, so be sure to thank her. Will, not on the topic of this show, but you started watching The Witcher Netflix series. Yeah. What are your thoughts so far? Um, I like it. Okay. I have, so, I, I like the, the cinematography is great. The way they show... The action and everything. It just it looks really good. Does Henry Cavill play a good Geralt? So let me let me preface that I've never fully played a Witcher game. Sure. I've played a few missions on PS4 of The Witcher 3. Okay. One of the missions I played in that game was mirrored in episode three of the TV show, which oh, was sweet. really cool. That is really cool. Um, not exactly the same storyline. Sure. But um Witcher 3, I believe he's much older than where the TV series starts. Okay. Um, I know Yennefer and yes. Siri, Siri. They're both like young in the TV show. Yeah. I remember seeing promo Super pictures. Super young. Like yeah. Siri, Siri. Yep. Siri is like, I would say maybe 10. So I don't know where they are in the Witcher three. So, you know, older than that, you know, it's Gerald, right? Geralt. Geralt. God damn it. Geralt. In the game, he he's very he's a very experienced Witcher, um, and you know he makes allusions to things he's done in the past. Sure, and I feel like this is building up to like his experience. You know, it's kind of cool to see sure the 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 beginning side of things. I like that. Um, and how I think it's going to give more background information, but more more storyline, more origins of okay. things that. You may, I don't even know where, which are one or two pick up at. I've never played them. So, it's okay. Um, but I, I like it and I'm hoping, so I, I, I'm not remembering off the top of my head. Does the Halo series follow Master Chief? I believe he will be in it, but, but not, I don't think he is the main factor. See, I think that's where they went wrong is because the Halo universe is so expansive Yeah, that if you're not following a specific character like the Master Chief or Halsey or whatever it is, like you're you're too far removed from the main storyline that you could go in any direction and you're not gonna grasp the core fan base because sure. the core fan base is Master Chief. I do love me some Master Chief. So I feel like like Dom, our friend Dom, yeah, likes the Master Chief character. 
based off just him being a badass. Yeah, when he's not talking. When he's not talking. Yeah. So, like, you remove that component of the Halo story, and all yep. of a sudden, Dom, who is a fan of, like, the, I'd say the early Halo titles, he'll, who, yeah, who might he'll be, like Halo, who yeah. might be interested in the, the, the TV series if it was about Master Chief, but that main character's gone, I don't think Dom would be interested. No. I so. doubt he'd watch it anyway. Um, the the man I, won't even watch the Mandalorian. Oh, sad day. But um, he's well, not a big can, Star Wars fan. That's besides. we can we can hope for the best here, though. Yeah. Um, maybe if we're seeing Master Chief, they'll tie it in. Maybe we'll see different battles that come that he shows up at, and it ties in how he maybe he was able to do certain things by the background work that was done by other soldiers or. I'd be down uh, for other that. Spartans, other ODSTs, whatever it may be. Um, I just have to wait and see. Or just don't focus on him at all. Like, or have like have it be focused on a different character. It could be somebody completely new, just within that universe, and then yeah, you could tie him in somehow to some things, but like. I don't think the series needs to be good to focus on him. Sure. Because we have all these games that focus on him, you know, and the Human Covenant War and all that. I'd be totally fine with a series that focused on a completely different person, a different character. Because you those Hunt the Truth podcasts, the underlying tone was like Master Chief going like AWOL, basically, and then locking to go get him. But... He wasn't like he wasn't talking during those shows. It was it's a complete yeah, it's I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say. Yeah. You think other characters could be good? Yes. If they focused what? if they didn't jump around though, if they just had a series or a season focused on one person in their arc. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yep. I can agree to that. Yeah. Um you know, I never really brought this up. We didn't see other Spartans in game till Halo Five, correct? Like it was always Master, just Master Chief until Five. So, well, I mean, if Reach, Reach, but Reach that, had early Spartans. Um, I, I in don't know. games, no, 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 no. Okay, it was just. I was just thinking Reach, about the Reach whole, was the first one with another Spartan, and bringing, then four had Palmer. Yeah, but. bringing up, following other characters. Yep. It made me think of how in Halo Five you're kind of with like the story mode. It was always Chief, until Five, where all of a sudden you're playing as the other Spartans. Yes, or at least Locke. Yes, and like to me, looking back at it, Master Chief was so captivating. That all of a sudden you throw these other Spartans in there. It felt weird to me. Like it felt like Master Chief was always the one Spartan that was. I mean, he is the the best, so to say. I mean, so he he was human humanity's last hope, mm-hmm. right? And then the other thing is is that one of the problem, yeah, it, problem for some, not problem for others, because everything's divisive, right? But with Halo Five, a lot of people's complaints were, well, I didn't read the books. So I'm not going to have an understanding because blue team is his team. Yeah. They've been together for a long time, but people wouldn't necessarily know that unless they read some novels to figure that out. 
So us seeing blue team together in a game for the first time, that was cool. But I, yeah, I agree. I, I, I wish it was very disheartening to me that the game didn't focus on chief. And it was actually very disheartening that one of the big things talked about when halo five came out was the, Oh, the marketing lied just like straight up lied to us about what this game is going to be about because they had that promotional material of hunt the truth. It's season one of hunt the truth, which was phenomenal. And it felt like it laid just that foundation of, Oh my God, did he go AWOL? Did he go rogue? What the fuck is going on here? And then, Oh no, you come to find out that he's just perfectly fine. And Cortana's just calling out for him. So, yep. That's what that was. So it was disheartening. Right. So looking, I, I guess I'm going to go back into like now that the, cause we talked about the games when I played them. Right. Yep. And it was usually right after I'd played them looking back now. Like I wish. So we had the didact in four, right? That was the died like a bitch. I mean, he didn't I mean, die though. Right. He's in comics after the fact. He didn't die. But yeah, but, well, the didact, yeah. Was the didact the one who kept, you kept fighting throughout? Yeah. Or no, that was the, well, that was five. Warden yeah, Eternal. you're talking about Warren Eternal. Yeah. I wish they would have built up the didact more in four. Like I wish yep. more information on yep. him. And that's the thing. If you read further, read the book, you would have gotten that information. But if you didn't, then you're kind of boned. So same thing with five. Yep. Um, Warren Eternal was a shitty character, by the way, but that's besides the point. I get what they were doing. It did feel kind of cheap to just keep fighting him over and over again. Like it, oh, we don't like if there was different iterations, you know what I mean? Like, well, it's funny because he was, this was so weird to me thinking in hindsight about it. The Warren Eternal was like Cortana's right hand man, mm-hmm. right? Cortana wanted chief. Like, why are you fighting him? Like, leave him alone. <laughs> Just be nice. And then he'll go to Cortana a lot quicker than you stopping him. Like, what are you doing? I think it was like... Chief always needed something to push him forward. Sure. You think it was that was it, that he needed that, to, that fight to keep him going? Sure. To be like, oh, maybe Cortana's in danger. I need to get yeah, to her. Yep. Sure. Like, what the fuck? Uh, whatever. Either way. Um, And then five with the having the other Spartans that just weren't there before. Yep. That you never saw in any of the other games was like, whoa, where did these guys come from? Because I, right. me, never read anything outside of the games. Or... And you didn't play ODST, which had Buck. Yeah. Before he was a Spartan, he was an ODST. So, sorry. Just the desk. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Frustrations, man. Looking back, I'm having realizations of other frustrations besides just what's the game itself was. Yes. But anyway, hopefully this TV series doesn't feel... This is, I'm bringing it all back. This TV yeah. series doesn't feel like that where it's a piece of Halo that just feels outside of what it should be. Agreed. All right. And here's hoping that Infinite maybe ties... Like, patches some of these story beats, bring things together... Gives us something grand and complete. That's what I'll say, right? Speaking. Yeah, speaking of it. See, this these transitions, man. Uh, the last piece of this article. 
for Halo Infinite. While I don't have any new, uh, new Halo Infinite details for you in this community update, I did want to give you a refresher about what's been confirmed so far. General details. Release date, holiday 2020. In other words, it's the same date as the Series X. Platforms. Xbox Series X, formerly known as Project Scarlet, the entire Xbox One family of devices, and Windows PCs. In-universe timing. It follows the Master Chief story sometime after Halo 5 Guardians' conclusion. Okay. Flighting programs. These opt-in flights will start small and slowly expand out until release. So sign up for the Halo Insider program if you haven't already. And then for the pro team, we've assembled an internal pro team for Halo Infinite. Game features. Split screen. Split screen is up and running internally. LAN. Halo Infinite will support LAN. Is that an... Is, now, is that official LAN, or is that this, like, networky LAN bullshit that right. 5 had? Well, if... And we, MCC. We're getting, like, a little mini PC tower. Maybe we will have... LAN support. That actual LAN support. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be crazy? Uh, back in black. Back in black! Black undersuits will be in the game. Player customization. If you like the level of armor customization options in Halo Reach, you will be pleased. Now, is... Are you going to customize for your own multiplayer character or are you changing chief's armor? Cause you can't do that. I don't think you change in chief's no, armor. No, you can't yeah. do that. Uh, you can... Will is adamant if the, that you cannot do that. The options there, just don't touch it. <laughs> no one should be doing Will that. is going to go into the game files and make it so that options locked for everybody. Yeah. You cannot alter master chief's armor. I'm going to go take a hacking class right now. I'll be back guys. <laughs> SR-152. Players who hit SR-152 in Halo 5 Guardians will receive a token of appreciation in Halo Infinite. Hashtag Road to 152 lives on! Not for me. No. Maybe for Beth, though. She's she's going at it. I think she hit 151? It's a lot of or XP. One fifty. Yeah, I think she hit 151. Yes, it's a lot of XP. It is a lot of XP. Well, right now, double XP. The, uh, That's true. The arena. I don't know if it's out anymore, though. The, yeah, I don't know if the packs are still out, but yes. they were available. I yes. got... 40 of them. Nice. Not 40 packs, 40 boosts. Yes. Total, because I had enough points. Will spent over $200 on packs. Yeah, just to get to 152. <laughs> That's not happening. I'd have to Perfect. play for like over a year plus. Good thing we have one. We have a year, Will. Oh, God. Five hours a day every day. Five. It wouldn't happen. We're becoming pro. Five Halo hours five. a day every day. Yep. I, I don't know how long it's. I don't know how long it actually is. I mean, it's like 10 matches a day plus. Well, without boost, though, it, it jumps exponentially. Yeah, exactly. For how many so, you need. Well, and that's when they had that. They had a playlist that was. Rock and rail. Rock and rail, super quick it was timing. so good. Best thing ever. Yep. I burned through my boost in that moment. Oh, yeah, same. Yep. And that, that jumped me up pretty far. But then once you get to. I'm at 144 right now. Yeah. And I know once you get to like 145, 6, 7, it just crawls. Well. And then one, put, even farther. And to put things into perspective, the. The amount of time, the amount of XP it takes from 151 to 150, we know, or it's 150. One to 150. Is the same amount it takes from 150 to 152. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. It's insane. Um, And then Forge, our famous editing tool will be in Halo Infinite. We'll have undo and redo buttons, which is a first for Forge. There you go. Well, that's it for the regular news. And now it's time for Will's Adventures within the Halo Wars. Woo! 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 Woo!
Oh, what'd you play this week? <laughs> All right. Um, I played some Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare. Jumped on there with uh, my, my buddy Joey. The s- the new season, right? Yeah. It's I mean, it, they have a... They content have, drop? They have their own battle pass. They have... Yeah. I mean, it's been out for a little bit now. Now, do you have to buy said battle pass? They have a free one and they have a premium one. Got it. Okay. Continue. Premium you have to pay for. But yeah. Oh, we um, talked about that. They so. have a new infection mode. Basically, I don't know what it's. I don't remember what it's called. Some zombies. But yeah, basically, one person is um, a player with a little faster movement, and you have a a throwing knife, okay, or just a A combat knife. A combat knife, okay. So you have to run around and like the sword. All right. Yeah, I can dig it. So yep, and then um, the person who becomes the first zombie is gets the same weapon. So you get a gun until you kill someone else. Then it becomes knives. Does that make sense? So, like, everybody spawns with an AK. Yeah. So, the first zombie gets an AK until oh. he gets that first kill. Then it goes to knife. Oh. Because... I like that because that, you can steamroll if you have a gun against somebody with only a knife. Yeah. So, it be, it makes it less... Because, basically, I mean, if you think of infection, people just all camp in a corner and yeah. mow, mow down. Yep. That first gun gives you a chance to get another zombie on I your like team. that a lot. Okay, um, good. That's a really good idea. Yeah. It was it was really fun. We were just goofing around. Um, I got my party chat to work, so I was talking in game with everyone. And nice. pe- some people are horrible. Some people are really funny. Um, people. And it was you know it wasn't a competitive mode. It's infection. I keep calling it infection, but that's the Halo term for it, right? Sure. Um, yeah. Um, I got a, I, I, the zombies won most of the time. It was very rare that um, the the players would win. Um, the map with the bridge in the middle. Oh, God. The there, one that everybody hates? There's a spot where the players can get outside the map and sit behind barbed wire. No. And it's like, yep, and they can, if they mount up, it, you know, so on some on some maps on Call of Duty, you can go outside the map, but it says return to map. There's a barricade that if you mount on it, it thinks you're still in the map. So you can just sit outside this barricade and... The last few people were sitting there, but once we finally got enough zombies, we were able to jump over the barricade and finally get them. But for most of the game, it was just us running at them, trying to get right get these people. Just so. needed that coordinated effort to flush the fuckers out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's fun. I liked it. I had a good time just relaxing. Um, I played some Star Wars Battlefront 2. Okay. On PC. Yep. They had their new content update. Yes. So I was one of the few or one of the people in, uh, inflicted by the new content update where you go to start the game, you get the first title screen, and it closes out. And this happened for about two days until they finally released an update, and then it, it works now. But I cannot use my mouse or keyboard. It has to be controller. I don't know what's going on with the game. Oh, no. But I can't, I can't use my mouse. Like, to select, I can't move. It's horrible. So I have to plug in a controller to play, which is fine. I, I enjoyed it on controller. Okay. So you, you had fun? Yeah, I had a good time. I So I played, I didn't play like the, the standard like domination mode or sure. anything. I played heroes and villains because you get to play. That's fun. Yeah. As the heroes and the villains. The heroes and villains. So um, there's some people that are just crazy good at that game that have been playing for so long and you just get steamrolled and it's like, okay, whatever. Did you play as Rilo Ken? Um, I think I did for one one match. Surprised you didn't correct me. I, I knew what you were talking about. Kylo Ren. Um, Rilo Ken. Rilo Ken, okay. His long-lost cousin. 
Yeah. Um, my favorite character to play as is Anakin. Okay. Um, Darth Maul because of the double bladed lightsaber is pretty cool oh, too. I His love, moves. Love him so much. Um. Yeah, I basically chose just anyone I could with a lightsaber. I didn't want to. I mean, you, if you want the blasty blast? No, because if you if you're a, if you do have someone with the blaster, you have to hang pretty far back. You can't get like in the battle. Yeah. Um. And I found a like what works the best is not just going head to head against someone. Wait until they're engaged with someone else and then come in. Yep. Third team at third third party. Yep. Yeah. Um. And then if someone does have a gun or a blaster, just rush them because what are they going to do? Yeah. If you just zip zap zippity bop around yeah. them. So, so Maul's move is like a spinning. Yeah. Freaking, you fly it's at them. Amazing. Yeah, that's, that that was really fun to use. Um, besides Star Wars, I did play some H five. Okay, obviously double XP, and I jumped into the Holiday Fiesta playlist um, on the so, on the snowy maps. Yeah, so um, it's either Slayer or Oddball most of the time. Yeah, Slayer or Oddball. Oddball Super Fiesta. Yeah. Okay. Um, I made a. We were. Uh, is it Empire? I think was the map. It was Oddball and. Uh, my the rest of my team died and they were spawning uh in blue. Okay. And I was in red corner with the rest of the team rushing me. I got the I played the ball. Like it was the the game was like 120 or I think it only goes to 100. It's like a shorter time. Oh, sure, time. makes sense. So I think it was like 80 to 80. Like we were we were really close and I we we taken the lead. And I saw my whole team die and I'm like, "Well, shit. They're coming for you." They're coming for me. Yeah. So I I played the ball just as Someone killed me, so I was just sitting on the edge of the map. Yep. Played ball. My team then spawned blue and got the ball back, and we ended up winning the game. That's so I'm awesome. Like, I feel like even though I didn't win the game. Oh, no, you won the game. I won the game. I yeah, made that you straight play. up won the game. It felt yeah. good. Nice felt job. Good. Finally uh, making some IQ plays rather than just trying hey. to fight my way out of it. You you <laughs> jumped off with that, man. I jumped off with him. Yes, you did. So, yeah, no, it's um, I'm enjoying the holiday fiesta. It's not su- like... There are, again, you can say people are crazy good at it with yeah. all those different weapons, and it does come down sometimes to what weapon you get. I hate spawning with a needler and a plasma pistol constantly. That happens. Like you, I don't know what in their algorithm. How well, they, apparently their reach weighting was apparently equal for maps. Yeah. No, it wasn't. But, like, I don't think a single player in Fiesta should ever spawn with, like, because... There's been a few times where that like I've gotten a needler and a plasma pistol like a few times in a row. So they should just take those weapons out of the pool. Not not out of the pool necessarily, but like out. maybe you get one needler and then a bigger power weapon like a beam rifle or one rocket and one pistol, whatever. Or two be. rockets because that's what I see people spawn with too. Yeah, two rockets. Yeah. <sighs> I think I know I get it. It's completely random, but it just feels like when you get screwed, you get screwed hard. You do. You really do. <laughs> All right, um, that's all I remember playing this week. I don't think I jumped into anything else. Okay. What about you? What did you play? Well, I'm gonna. I told you I was gonna download Battlefront Two. Now that the patch is out, I will definitely download Battlefront Two now. Um, and since I only play with controller, not a bad deal for me. Um, no, I played two games this week. I played Control. Uh, I finished it, and Game of the Year stuff. Right, it's coming up. I have, I have my list out by the end of the year, so I wanted to finish Control. Meh. And then Death Stranding. Will. Walking simulator. So I got it when it was on sale. I told myself I would not buy it. But I did. And 
I'm still very early on. I've, my coworker who is obsessed with the game told me that if, if you realistically want to have any shot of continually playing through it, get through chapter three as fast as you possibly can. Like get through up, like up to and through chapter three as fast as you can is that's when the game opens up. Like, okay. Um, I will say I've definitely, I've played maybe a a couple hours so far or something. And it's definitely been a lot of movie watching and not a lot of gameplay, which is actually fine because the gameplay is not that great. Uh, but no, the, it looks, it looks real. Like it just looks real. And the performances are fantastic so far. I think the names of the characters are fucking stupid. There's a guy, not kidding. His name is Die Hardman. Really? Yep. The main character's name is Sam Porter Bridges. Porter is his occupation. Bridges is the company that he works for. Sam Porter Bridges. The names are real dumb. Uh, But performances are really good so far. I'll continue playing it. We'll see what happens. But uh, I know I shit on it a lot before it even came out. Like when the reviews came out, I'm like, I had a feeling that's exactly what that game was going to be. So far playing it, yep. But the performances are keeping me engaged so far. Are you enjoying it? That's my question. Are you actually enjoying (laughs) your time while in that game? So far in the actual gameplay that I've done, I've completed about four missions total, I'd say. There have been two instances where, wow, this is a really poorly optimized mechanic. Okay. Other than that, yes. With a question mark, so kind of. Yeah, kind of. Because what the reviews were talking about and whatnot is that it's it's... You're alone, basically. And you you plot your path. You have your delivery that you need to make. You may run into some shit. You may not. Terrain can be an asshole. There's just a lot of things you have to keep in the back of your mind when you're going. And it's, it's kind of cool playing that juggling act. But it's also really annoying playing that juggling act. So it's a give and take, for sure. Uh, I... I will have, I will wait to give a lot more thought if and when I get past chapter three. Like when the game opens up, I'm, I'm anxious to see what happens there because a lot of the reviews and whatnot focused on the early game because obviously like Kojima didn't want people seeing what was in the later parts of the game. Mm -hmm. Right. So we'll see. But what I will say is this. So I finished control, right? And I said, meh. I was so frustrated at the end. Like I forced myself to finish it because I knew I was close and I just forced myself to get through the rest of it. And I'm like, okay, that sure. Um, one of the things that I like about video games is the way they do storytelling through cinematics. Okay. Okay. God of War, for example, right? 
phenomenal cinematics. They tell a compelling story. You don't have to read a lot. Okay. You get your point across that way in control. I felt like there was way too much reading. Well, there are over 120 collectibles in control. They're all either audio logs, emails, transcripts, log files, things you read or listen to. And things you read are far more in quantity than the things you listen to. Those combined are far more than things that you watch. So, and and that's where the main story points come from, are the collectibles? A, not the main story points, but a lot more of the stuff that you'd want to know about. Like a, the intricate details and whatnot that would tie things together yeah. are all in those logs. Now, not as a detriment to the game, because I know people would come at me for this, the game takes you. The game takes place in a place called the Federal Bureau of Control, mm-hmm. a government agency to fight like to to fight against paranormal things and like alternate realities and so on and so forth. Right. So the whole game takes place in this building, this ever changing, ever evolving building, and the and the aesthetics are amazing. And so I get it that oh, there's a lot of secrets. There's a lot of hidden things in here. There's a lot of weird stuff going on. A lot of this is in redacted files that you should read through and emails and stuff that people aren't going to talk about. You know, I get that. But when there's so much of it, oh man, that completely takes me away from everything else that's happening in that game. And then, remember when I complained about Jedi Fallen Order that the we talked about it where the where the meditation points aren't used as fast travel points. Mm-hmm. In control, they are, which is great. That's fantastic. But load times are atrocious. So I'm playing on a one X. Okay, I'm I shit you not. It's like thirty seconds or more to get into the fucking game. Then let's say you die which can happen pretty quickly if you get overwhelmed. You have to just sit there and wait. It's not instantaneous. It's not five seconds. It's a long time. Every time. Then, talk about poor optimization. Let's say I pause the game. Okay? I just pause it. But let's say I immediately unpause it. Well, the game decides that it wants to go... And then you're back to actually controlling your character again. It's the same thing when you open up your inventory. It's it's bad in that regard. Um. And yeah, I think that, and also I don't like the checkpoint system in that game because those control points, like the meditation points in Fallen Order, those are your respawn points. So, for instance, let's say I'm going into this pretty big fight and it's a multi-wave fight. And I die midway through. Well, let's say the last control point that I went to was like in a in the same area, but a, a further away than the closest one that should be. Well, you spawn at that one that you last saved at, that you last auto-saved at. Not the one that you passed recently, but the one that you, yeah. So you have to run all the way back to where you were, and then luckily, 
sometimes what will happen is if you're midway through that waved fight, it'll start you at that waved position. You just start from there. But if you die again, you spawn all the way back there, run through again. It's just annoying. It's a minor inconvenience that really took away from the game itself, especially with the amount of time it takes to respawn. That's it. I ranted on for far too long. That's it. I played two games. I'm sorry. Um, Will, it's time for some shoutouts. Happy belated birthday to Formal, we talked about him earlier, and Bobetta Feta. There you go. Happy birthday. Hope it was a great one. And uh, I I guess I'd be happy that you don't have your birthday on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. I hear you don't get as many presents if you have that. So, My brother-in-law's on Christmas Eve, so it'll be fun for him. Um, that's it for the shout It's Time for some community creations. Meme Saturday. Damn it. Yeah, it should be Monday. Actually, it's funny because I saw um, on Reddit yesterday, obviously. We record on Sunday, so yesterday was Saturday. I saw on Reddit and they go, oh, forgot Meme Saturday was a thing. Here's a meme. Should be Meme Monday. Bring it back. Then we have How to Play Halo Reach Nexus King of the Hill by Onset. YouTube, check it out. Then we have Spring Jumping in Halo Reach, How It Works and Where to Use It by Shyway. Check it out. And then we have Clips of the Week number 33 by High Tech Redneck. The link will be included, along with all the other links, will be included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Will, that's all I got. I'm ready for Christmas, my dude. It's going to be great. It'll be on a Wednesday. It's like that Spider-Man meme. It's Wednesday, my dudes. Ah! You seen that meme? I don't know if I have. Oh, God. No, I just look like a fucking idiot right there in front of you. Oh, well. You should, you should, uh, we'll look it up. You might laugh. I hope you laugh. Otherwise, like I said, I'll look like an idiot. Um, Hey, we'll plug the show. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HCS Pro Talk. We are on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Join the Discord. Join the community discussion. Link will be provided in the Google Doc at the show notes of the show. We have our Xbox Club and Spartan Company. Search for HCS Pro Talk on your Xbox device. And you can also follow us or find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Mixer, Twitch, and Esportspedia. Josh, what do we have on our next episode? I'm so glad you asked, Will. On the next episode of HCS Pro Talk, we have the HCS Pro Talk Media All-Star Bracket or HBTCSB for short matchup number eight results. It's McWin going up against Lethal. And the HCS Pro Talk Media All-Star Bracket or HBTCSB for short matchup number nine discussion. It's our first quarterfinal matchup. Royal 2 going up against Frosty. Ooh. The two teammates... One went to Call of Duty. The other one's still fucking dominating in Halo. Oh boy, that's gonna be a it's gonna be a discussion. Old man versus young blood. Teammates. It's gonna be something. I'm excited. Are you excited, Will? Of course. Are you excited for Christmas, Will? Yeah. I'm excited for days off work. You know. Sure. Do you, do you have Eve off or no? No, just uh, Christmas Day and New Year's Day. Okay. And then also, uh, <laughs> I move a week from tomorrow. Yeah. 
You excited? Oh, I do. I'm stressed as fuck right now. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, <laughs> it's a big task. It is. I'm very excited, though, because like I said, the first thing is the reason why I'm talking about it, not tooting horns or anything, but the reason why I'm so excited is because as soon as it happens, as soon as we're in, Will's coming over. We're getting to work on that podcast setup. We're designing or the studio. studio setup, yeah. Yep. We're designing it, ordering stuff. It's going to be great. Can't wait. I'm very excited. I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> it's like the it's like the 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 light at the end of the tunnel that I'm looking at right now. Like I just need to get through this disaster of a week. Yes, Christmas is included, but oh man, I can't wait. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 106 of HCS Pro Tech. I want to thank you very much for listening. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays from us to you. And uh, we'll see you next week. We're gonna, well, we'll probably talk about some more Halo. And uh, I'll probably talk about how much I hate Death Stranding. That's going to do it. We'll talk to you next week. But until then, bye-bye.